0: Well, welcome back to another episode the miles driven with me miles and introducing our north american correspondent sam <laughs> or sam yeah <laughs> sam's come back from his honeymoon and he can't quite shake the north american this out of him but, well yeah but uh, it's, it's, it's a colors. country
1: within north america
0: it is hola come on sam your chief economics what's the oh i don't, I don't know, know. Is the north american yeah free trade that yeah that, that's pack. the is one yeah north american free trade pact.
1: Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah,
0: it's between Canada, America and Mexico. Yeah, yeah. yeah, as we all know, yeah. Excellent. Well, yeah. right, anyway. <laughs> <And> so, hola. <laughs> today, Sam, I have got a car Oh. underwhelm you. Well, it doesn't take a lot. Is it something no. you've bought? No. No, this <laughs> is something that is going to be coming out in the in Europe and in the USA. They're making a return to the USA market. Right. Would you like to guess what manufacturer it is? They're not mm. in the US at the minute. They're returning. <sighs> Very Voxel. very early on in the alphabet. Alpha Romeo. Oh, not bad. But I think they already know they already are there. They and they um, recently returned. I think it was like five years ago. No, I don't know. Abath.
1: bath. Ah, oh, well, I was close.
0: And they're going Ish. back there with
1: the 500. Yes. Well, <laughs>
0: the the bath 500e. Yes. It's going to blow. Oh, of course, yeah. Blow your socks off. That's what they're saying. Thirty-five thousand pounds, so probably a little bit more than that for about. So business. in, in
1: like equivalents for changing of currency, that's thirty-five thousand dollars. Yeah.
0: Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you want to guess how much horsepower it's got? It's all electric.
1: Well, then it doesn't have any horsepower.
0: It doesn't have any. Horsepower. <laughs> it's just got electric power. Th- thirty-five thousand pounds. Right. It's got 100... unless it's got thirty-five
1: thousand horsepower. I'm not interested. Uh,
0: it certainly hasn't got. Uh, it's got 152. Well, that's more than my Astra. So It's less than the current Abarth. Well, yeah, but it's more than my Astra. Yeah. So
1: it would be interesting to me because I could do things quicker.
0: 0 um, to 60?
1: 5.1. No. Oh, it's electric, so it should be a lot quicker. 3.2. <laughs> Same as a Veyron. <laughs>
0: Seven seconds. Oh, that's similar to my Astra. <laughs> yeah. they, they, they pulled out this... Um, this aspect, they've gone, oh, well, it may be, you know, it's not the fastest thing 06 to do, but from 25 yeah. to 37 miles an hour. When all of the, that's, that's when you want your acceleration. Because yeah, you know how you're doing 25 and the speed limit goes straight to 37. Yeah. Well, right? you
1: know when you're in a 30 and you want to overtake someone. Yeah. Because uh, they're doing 25.
0: Yeah. Then you can do it in 1.5 seconds. Well, there you go. Yeah. Before the speed camera. It's all uh, good. <laughs> but if you do that, uh, you'll have a lot less range. I think it has hundred and ninety miles of range so not a lot Uh not a lot but it's not got a big battery so it won't take too long to charge but it was a bit I don't know why they didn't like if it's going to be a hot hatch as they seem to be sort of pushing it yeah I don't know why you wouldn't make it a hybrid with the popping and banging engine that they've got in the current one yeah because they have hybrid technology or they did have in the old 500 so they could put that in to so go all electric and only have 150 horsepower in a small car that costs as much as a Golf GTI. I mean, it doesn't look great in that colour either. You know, the
1: sort of standard electric hot car, that sort of luminous yeah. yellowy green type thing. This is
0: that colour. Do you remember when they launched the Aston Martin, the, the Vantage, yeah. the newest one? Yeah, and the like mes- Mercedes
1: did it when they did the, the AMG GT. Yeah.
0: yeah, and you look at it and you think, who's ordering them? I mean, no, like, I've
1: never seen one like, on the street.
0: If you bought the AMG GT in that colour, I'd understand. Because you're like, look, I've spent a lot of money on a car. It's got a thundering horse, a thundering yeah. engine. I want people to know about it. If you've got an electric... Do you know what? It does look very American in that photo, though. Yeah. I like, if you they... just Google
1: it, you're you're it's basically it's been superimposed on a country road yeah. in America on like the sort of side of a one of those like interstate highway yeah. type things. Well, it's not a highway, is it? But I've always found the Fiat 500 is a weird car because no matter how hot you make it... Mm you will never see a bloke driving it that looks cool.
0: There was a guy I used to work with who, he didn't, it was his uh, wife, I think he was married, I think it was his wife's car. Oh, it's always their wife's car. Yeah. Even if they're single, it like, it's always their wife's car. Yeah. <laughs> he used to drive it like a maniac. I but mean, he didn't look cool though, did he? No, but he did get around places pretty quickly. Yeah, well, I'm, and sure, I'm not, not denying yeah, yeah. that
1: men can own it, you can have a good time. I just don't think I've ever seen a bloke get out of one looking cool. A lot of them look quite odd getting out we've got a chap at my work who works over an, in a different department his wife owns one and sometimes he brings it to work like if she needs the the bigger car because she's picking the kids up or whatever and he just looks odd getting out of it. Hmm.
0: i think it's the seat
1: yeah because they... I mean, no offense to you if you own one obviously well, like we're, do we're do not one, we're, then, then we're not well you probably look a bit way. odd and you don't look cool I just I think the seats is, is our North American correspondent's opinion. Yes, this does not respect. This does not represent the views of the miles driven.
0: No, yeah, 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 I, for me, I think the the seats. I remember I've been in several of them. Been in the baths. Been in the five hundred, and to me, I mean, I know I'm oddly proportioned for a massively. Just
1: in just in general,
0: just <laughs> oddly proportioned. But uh, it it just the seats in the wrong place and it's in the wrong position. What like it in the boot or facing no, it, backwards. Or... <laughs> it, it's like someone said, what angle should a seat be at? And they didn't know. Right, So they okay. put the sort of bottom of it at a seat where if you were leaning back, the top of it not, and then they've lifted it up 15 feet in the air. So they're all a bit odd. Maybe they've solved it with the 500E, but yeah, I was a bit underwhelmed when I heard about that. I thought, well, if you're going to have electric, it should have a bit more than 150 horsepower. Yeah. Because it's going to be weightier as the to 60 proves. If it's doing not sixty in seven seconds, it's golf. The thing for me is, at thirty-five grand, it's a Golf GTI or this. Yeah, that's who's fair. who's sort of going, mm, Golf GTI to you know, nearly a hundred. Have they got the hour. Golf
1: GTI in America? Yes. Okay, because obviously I've been relatively in America recently and relatively the... in America. <laughs> you
0: mean Mexico? <laughs> well, it's pretty much in America, isn't it? <laughs> but I've just. Oh, there's the, some the... anger. Do you know what? When, <laughs> Sorry. When, top oh, gear offended the Mexicans. I nearly got taken off air and yeah. they had the BBC
1: behind I them. had a moment on a holiday where I did the offensive thing. Did you? So we were we were chatting to a couple in the pool and the, like the lazy river. It's like a I say lazy river, but it wasn't what you're imagining, which is quite a quick-paced thing. This was the most lethargic lazy river ever. Like Brilliant. you you could I could have a good conversation with the wife while she was sat on the sun lounger okay. for 5 minutes before I disappeared <laughs> from my, uh vocal range. Like I was chatting to a couple as I was floating around, and like they said, Oh, where are you from? Your accent's different. As like England. They got all excited, like everybody did, because they, we were like, It's like animals in a zoo when because we spoke to people on holiday. It was most, yeah, it was like 95% right, North yeah. Americans, I shall say now. So there were some Canadians and there was. Americans. So right? I said to him, So whereabouts in America are you from? And he said, Canada. Oh, <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> uh, brilliant. My reply was, I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 but once he'd said it i could cl- quite clearly tell that he was canadian
0: yeah yeah if you if you know how to spot the accent yeah but when
1: when you weren't thinking about it you just you think just well, american yeah. but yeah like the the cars that we saw over there were massively different and i'm sure we'll come on to it in a little bit but mm. I'll, i won't distract you too much from what you were saying but you can't remember what that was now can you
0: well we were talking about 500d yeah and, and with the like golf dti versus yeah. this i just i just think i was going to let you finish that point right so. okay my my main point with it is if you are out there and you think oh i, I want a hot hatchback i just don't know what decision you're making maybe you're sort of young you don't need the space for golf gti and you really want to drive electric but to make the decision of having less power less space um nothing against the bath i'm sure it'll be very well put together but probably volkswagen will be Better well yeah, atmosphere. be another stage up, won't it? But then, admittedly, Volkswagen force you to use their touchscreen stuff. Yes. So this has got buttons. This has got, I think, their touch, but I think there, I think mean, there's oh, like, okay. some actual controls. The there. screen
1: doesn't look but
0: great. It, no, it doesn't. The the thing is though, they're not just going up against the Golf GTI. I mean, like oh, no, no, Hyundai i30 N, or yeah. if you're in America, I think it would be the Veloster N, also the i20 N line. I guess is there uh, an i20n N, N like, N now? There is an i20n. Oh, okay. So the i20n, i20n, It's probably N, more though.
1: up against the i20n. Yeah, there,
0: and but. the i20n actually is a really good. That's a really good point, Sam. It's ten grand less, mm-hmm. more powerful, better looking, faster, better looking. Oh, that's
1: obviously all subjective to yeah, yeah. whoever's looking at it, but I would say so.
0: I, but to me, I'd I'd put the ten grand in my pocket and I'd have the i20n. But I understand if you live somewhere where you're like I have to drive an electric for whatever reason. Yeah, it's just it's not like it has lot. If it had 350 miles of range and less power. Yeah, it it needs
1: a USP for what they're asking for. Yeah, that's
0: that's exactly the point. So It it doesn't really have something that makes you go, apart from the fact it's a bath. Yeah. uh, Once you start to get past that, you're like, well, what does it have that's going to take me away from all the other options that I have? And uh, apart from the fact it's fully electric, just for me, um, I think your options today, at least, uh, I think are a bit better. Yeah. You could even save some money, like you say, with an i twenty n. If not sure, the US get the i twenty n, but we certainly do here in Europe. So, uh, I'll let you go into your point because then I'll, I'll okay. come back well, in with some more car news. I would like to praise the
1: Americans hmm. now, and I make a jo- I make a lot of jokes at Americans' expense, yeah. use on this podcast and out of this podcast. Yeah, it's all lighthearted, but I think they deserve some praise because I'm going to set two scenarios for you. So one of them is you're American and you've come to Europe. You've landed in Heathrow, Gatwick, somewhere, and you've got... You've come to Europe, you've landed in the only two airports. Well, sorry, I, I meant, I meant you England. <laughs> <laughs> you've come to England on a holiday. Yeah. Um, so you're not even to Scotland. It's quite a bad point, because obviously you're not going to be going to an all-inclusive resort, because we don't have those. But if we're going to Butlins. Okay, so you... you no. You've flown okay. from the US to here to <laughs> right, go to So you're, you're going to stay somewhere. You've booked a private transfer Yeah. from Heathrow, Gatwick, Stansted, Quebec, wherever you've landed. Um, I'm just getting the Canadians in yeah, there. Yeah, Right, what the likelihood is you're going to be picked up by what are we saying? Maybe a five series, potentially an A8. Yeah, they're going to be your sort of private transfer probably vehicles, Mercedes. aren't they? Or Mercedes, Mercedes yeah, Mercedes yeah, that's, yeah that's or it, a Mercedes type thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so maybe a veto That's probably a good actually. That's probably a good comparison to that where I'm going. A that... So a Vito, which is going to have. A few seats in the back, you might have a telly in the back of the headrest or something. It's, but yeah. it's not going to be unless you're like we're talking millionaire level where you're going to get picked up in a veto that's had a couch put in the back of it. And yeah, there's actually bar.
0: there's for just very quickly for vetoes, uh, there's the sort of taxi version that they sell, yeah, which is what you would like to get picked up, which is more sort of cloth seats, not much spec. Then there's the I can't remember what they call it, something like the the premium or the yeah uh, VIP spec. Mm-hmm. That, but the the price difference, you can tell one is aimed at taxes, one is aimed at private hire firms that only deal with people that are willing to really pay a lot of money. Yeah, transport. exactly. So you would probably be on the, the lower end if yeah. you're getting picked up from the airport because, yeah, you've paid for private
1: transfer, so you're yep. not on like a bus. Obviously, like I said, it's not equivalent really to when you go abroad because we wouldn't have coach loads of people being dropped off at various hotels here, yeah, unless it was back in COVID times when you were getting picked up on buses and taken to yes, hotels. Yes. <laughs> um, but so so we booked. Obviously, we splashed out a little bit on this, this holiday because it was the honeymoon. So we booked a private transfer from Cancun Airport to our hotel. Cool. So we come out, and I don't know if you've never been to Cancun Airport, I assume, have you? Nope. If anybody's been to Cancun Airport, you will understand what I'm about to say. So you come out of the doors. First of all, there's like a, a hallway to get to the doors, and on both sides are private tax uh, taxi firms. They're all, all trying right. to grab your attention. Do you need taxi? Do you need taxi? Do you need taxi? Yeah. So then you get outside, and I'm not joking when I say there's probably eighty to a hundred taxi drivers stood. Some some have got signs, some are picking people up. Yeah. Some are just they're literally they're they just swarmed towards you. Do you need a taxi? Do you need a taxi? Do you need a taxi? And we knew we were looking for someone that had our, our name had on the board, name, yeah. but we couldn't find them. And honestly, it was, yeah, it, was it's that At no fun? point was I worried, but no, no. it's it's just a bit annoying when you've had an eleven-hour flight and <laughs> you don't want to be hounded by fifty people. Yeah. So we walked around the corner. Luckily, one of the chaps was really nice. He said, oh, who are you looking for? And we said, uh, which, whatever the company was. He said, oh, you want to go around this corner and they're behind. I think they're doing some building works. They had some hoardings up. Okay. He said, go around there and they're behind there. So we get over to there, speak to the chap and he's like, oh, hello, welcome. La la la. And then we get in the car. Now, the car is everything I would expect from a private transfer. So you know what it is already because I text you. You'll be able to correct me if I'm wrong. But we got picked up in a Cadillac Escalade. You did? Now, this is a different level. So you get in. So obviously, you've got the doors at the back. They open the doors. You'd expect to see the usual style bench three seat. Mm -hmm. No, not in these. Two singular seats. Oh, because it's with a hole um, in the middle so you can get through to the back.
0: I think it's executive spec or something. There's a
1: a spec line. But like fully leather, armrests. He's got a fridge in the front. Well, as soon as you get in, he gives you a chilled towel. Really? Yep, to sort of freshen yourself up with because you've been on a long flight and it's very hot.
0: Okay. Gives
1: you a bottle of water. Would you like a beer? Would you like this? He's got, you've got your own personal aircon unit above your head that you can adjust and point where you want to go.
0: I don't Which think I've is, ever been offered a beer by a taxi driver after getting off a flight.
1: Well, no, but you don't go on the same sort of holidays that I do. No, that's true. <laughs> You're lucky. Your wife is lucky if you get a taxi well, when, and she's I, not when, walking when down a
0: motorway. When we went on our honeymoon, I actually did get a Mercedes to take us. Did because you? Because when I walked to the taxi rank and I said, uh, hi guys, I need a taxi to, uh, the city hotel. Well, mm-hmm. I can't remember was, where we were staying, but I knew exactly where it was because we've been there so many times. Uh, the the car that pulled up was and i mean it was 20 years old <laughs> <laughs> but it was a, it still had a mercedes badge on the front so <laughs> it might have been squeaking as it drove along but you know well these these i the mean best.
1: i think we got a weird one because when we came back the same company yeah. it was all chevrolet suburbans yeah so they're what they mainly use, and that's what I didn't see another Cadillac for the whole time that I was there. Okay. So I think we just lucked out with that one. But I mean, the Suburbans just as nice. It's effectively exactly the same, but it's a Chevrolet and not a Cadillac.
0: I wonder if they keep the Cadillac for pickups because it's your start of holiday. So they're Maybe, trying but to make the, the right the Chevrolet's impression. Is not no, anymore. No, if if they've got say two or three Cadillac Escalades, then they keep those yeah. for the pickups, especially like honeymoons or whatever. Potentially, but I tell you what, it really did. If if. If we were
1: in, if you were doing the opposite journey and come in here and it was a 20 minute journey from the airport to your hotel, but the journey actually took you an hour and 40 minutes in mm-hmm. your Mercedes Vito, you'd yep. probably be getting a little bit annoyed, maybe a bit uncomfortable, but yeah. restless. No, it took us an hour and 40 minutes to do a 20 minute journey because wow. we were just stuck and the sun was going down. So you couldn't really see much either. Yeah. But they'd, just, they'd been an accident on the dual carriageway, So we were just okay. crawling. And we were, obviously, we were really tired because we've been flying for 11 hours, including, and then you've got to go through the airports, both ends as well. Yeah. We just wanted to get there. But being in that car made it a lot more bearable. That's good. Because it was just a very nice car. So I just wanted to give the Americans a bit of kudos. Well, Mexicans. But the, American, say, the Americans made the car. So. Oh, I see.
0: <laughs> I see what you're saying now. Yeah. I was um, gonna say. are we, are we...
1: That they do <laughs> things right.
0: Yeah, yeah. They and do. imagine
1: it'd be the same if you went to America. you get picked up in something similar.
0: I think also they do um, look. I, I think the British really do stand. I think that we do some of the best luxury. Cars oh yeah, well, yeah, in the yeah, yeah we do. World. Yeah. The problem is that we don't really do it for below a certain price.
1: I like, will say just as a caveat. Yeah. We got a taxi a couple of times, just yeah. a standard taxi. They weren't great. Okay. <laughs> but again, they weren't bad. They yeah. all had their personal work on you, and it's even like the standard. I don't even know what it was, just a standard saloon. But then we also got a couple of Chrysler Voyagers. Oh, really? They were very old, but again, it's a similar setup. You've got a a whole chair to yourself. You've got your own aircon thing. But I will say the taxis were, you know, more to what you'd expect over here. So sort of your black cabs.
0: I was going to say, I think the thing is, if you were, if you... If you were coming over here from the US, for example, and wanting a luxury stay somewhere. Yeah, it's not really got... comparative, is it? But... No, because you probably have, um, it would be like a stately home sort of thing. Yeah. Like a, and it would be, you'd be get picked up by a Bentley or something like that. Yeah. So it's not going to, ha- but you will pay for that. Whereas what you're saying is you paid a lot of money, but it was. Yeah, but we didn't pay loads for the transfer. That's what I'm saying. So it's like well, it, I think it, it was
1: actually it, included in the hotel.
0: Like within reason, you've still got what feels like high luxury.
1: Yeah, in fact, I'm actually almost 100% sure this company, the hotel we stayed in was quite a well-to-do hmm. place as well. But they use, if you book a private tran- private transfer with them, you pay an extra 40 quid maybe on top of your booking. But that's the company they use.
0: Were they all American cars that you saw there? You didn't see any like Range Rovers or that sort of stuff?
1: What, just in Mexico in general? Just as or, you were sort of going around,
0: I'm just thinking like, just the like luxury, luxury cars. <laughs> it's cars funny, me and, me and the missus were the, the, the wife. Yeah, the wife. No, we're
1: no. talking about it. And we sort of said when we first got there, I wonder what we'll see. And she's like, oh, yeah, because she owns the Mazda. She's like, yeah. I bet we won't see a Mazda. I was like, okay, well, first one to see a Mazda wins. Yeah. Now, for the first five days, didn't see a Mazda. Yeah. We didn't go out the hotel to uh, the, sorry, the hotel too much because it was a complex. Okay. But when we did, didn't see a Mazda. And then we went sort of towards one of the more towny places. Mm. And it's all about 50. Yeah. I but one say. thing, and I've told you this already. I think that's why you might have brought it up. The one, there's one car. Company that I saw one of while we were there, and it was in the airport at the car park on the way home, which was BMW. Mm, Didn't actually see. Think. I don't think I saw a Range Rover either. Actually, thinking about it, but I wasn't looking for them.
0: Mercedes or Audi?
1: Saw loads and loads of Mercedes. Yeah, quite Mercedes. a few Audis. Okay, uh, Mazdas, Sayats.
0: I think the thing with uh, Mazda, as I know that, pretty much that company, they sell okay in Japan. Mm-hmm. They sell a lot in north america oh okay and then europe's like a like the secondary market after that because when right, okay. when i used to work for Mazda, we'd see some of the cars they had and like, oh why don't we sell i think i was selling a cx7 and in the u.s they had the cx9 and i was like why don't we get the cx9 yeah like, because we only have a three and a half liter turbo v6 petrol engine and no one will buy that over here we have to put a 2.2 diesel in it. Right. And we can't put that in this car and blah blah blah. The
1: thing that caught my eye a lot was just the amount of models from different makers that we just that I'd never seen before.
0: Yeah. every
1: Pretty much every car that would come past would be like, what is that? Mm. Like what models that? I've never seen that before.
0: But I think part of that is because in Europe, unfortunately we've fallen for this basically Volkswagen group. Yeah. You see a lot of Volkswagen group cars. Uh, BMWs and Mercedes are you know, they are luxury cars, but you can buy the 118. Yeah. You can buy the Mercedes A180. You know, mm-hmm. the sort of small, the in, basic, in the US, ones, they just yeah. don't offer those cars. They're like, look, if you're buying a Mercedes, you have to get leather, you have to get the nav, you have to get all this. Yeah. Here, we're like, oh, you want a company car? We can get a an A-Class. It will be more basic, but you'll have what, you know, what our friend uh, would really like if he'd like an A-Class. He wouldn't care. Yeah. Well, he's got a BMW 1 Series. Yeah. And he didn't really care too much for the spec it was like I've no got well he's, he your... spec'd
1: it up it's fine what he's got he's there. got an m sport now he's oh, got a 116d yeah. 1,
0: 1, m sport yeah with that um <laughs> with those coloring things and it
1: really on winds miles up oh, just <laughs> he's just got a, the clip he he's got the clips well. that you put on the grill hasn't he the M yeah, sport, like the, the clip on the grill things yeah.
0: clips and around the push button start
1: and on his key
0: yeah, yeah. i even bought him a uh, I think it was an M Sport air freshener. Well, so you Just bought that as a joke and joke. now he's, he's, I mean, he's using it. Yeah. <laughs> Proudly <laughs> um, displaying that. A uh, couple of bits of news, Sam. Ooh. And actually, we'll stick with uh, North America for a minute. Oh, good, because it'll make me feel more at home. Yes. If you are, well, this is specifically to Americans, but oh, I think okay. actually it's close enough that Mexicans could care. Uh, probably I, don't, I think this might be a bit of a fast stretch for the Canadians to drive. Right. Okay. But if you're in the US, you now have two Tesla dealers. As in not Tesla service centers, not Tesla collection centers. Right. Tesla dealers. Do you know what they've done? So they, they can't legally have a dealer because really? But because they don't want to have the actual dealer set up where you have to franchise it out, someone sort of oh, runs okay. it. They these are owned by Tesla. Right they are you're buying it directly, you're still go, so you're going in and you're making a purchase directly to Tesla company. You're yeah. not buying it from a dealer who's bought it from the manufacturer. yeah, yeah. what they've done is they've found a bit of a loophole, right so you can't in the u s. say you have to buy it from a dealer. There's a lot of laws around this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tesla usually get around it by saying, "Go to our um our expert center okay. have a look around one." Right, okay. Have someone point out all the features who cannot sell it to you and he's not <laughs> trying to sell it to you <laughs> and then go home, click a few buttons online and, and then you bought it. either we'll deliver it to you or you go to your like a, a warehouse and pick one up. Okay. This is but this is a proper dealer and they've opened it in let's just see if I can get this. Uh one of them is in Oh sorry, they're both in New Mexico. But the the position of them is so that you're close i think if you're in a bit of california that's quite heavily populated you're sort of like half an hour away and i think can't remember where the other one is but they've they've done a deal with native americans who own this land as (laughs) native american land (laughs) right and because they have their own laws they don't have to abide well they i think there's i I don't want to get it wrong and there'll be americans listening and they'll know yeah, the correct thing. But as I understand it, you've got the federal laws of the US. Mm-hmm. Then you've got lands that are owned by Native Americans, as in, this was all of yours. We've kind of taken it. You can have this bit. Yeah. And apply your own laws, which is why they usually have like casinos and gaming and all that sort of stuff so they can make money right. for that bit okay. of land. And Tesla have gone to them and said, well, you actually don't have any laws against dealers. Do you mind if we open to here and you know we'll put loads of money into these things and maybe you can you know get some construction money and whatever give us a one percent tax or whatever you know we'll yeah we'll sort of pay our a little bit but i'm going to pay as much as we would somewhere else yeah but. and gone ahead and we're building them so if you Another want a
1: tick to, for tesla
0: yeah if you if what if you're in the west of the u.s or if you want a bit of a drive up from mexico it's in new mexico so it's not going to be well, depending on where you are in Mexico. If you're in Cancun, it's a, it's, it's a, a, a bit of fair, a drive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we were amazed how big Mexico actually was. Yeah, because well, where you were, it, it's still, what was it, a flight to Mexico City? I think it's two to, hours. Yeah, it's not, it's so, not mean, close. Yeah, you're not. I think this is the problem, especially in in parts of Europe, we get very used to the idea that if you're flying two hours, you're flying to other countries.
1: Well, yeah, we also, we were talking to some American people while were there, and they were saying that their state, it can take seven or eight Seven, eight, nine, ten hours just to drive across your state. Oh, mad, isn't it? It was like well, us... you can you can drive from one end of our country to the other in eight hours ish. I was going to say you uh, probably That's, a bit longer. It must be in general. I mean, but...
0: if if we just had a straight highway, yeah, then we probably could. But Which obviously they, yeah. Which they have have do. It's long, just a long straight, straight highway. Yeah. So, uh, what's, Oh, I've got loads of options for you here, Sam. Oh, good.
1: I'm a man that likes options. Shall we do? Yeah, why
0: not? <laughs> uh, Oh, great radio this is, isn't it? Me sort of hovering into the ring. i just us. classing
1: himself as radio
0: now. Yeah. Well. Not podcast, radio. Sorry, so great we're, let, podcast. Hang on, yeah. we're just
1: going to go to the ads and we'll be back after <laughs> this.
0: <Yeah. laughs> um, Let's do house. The Macarena.
1: <laughs>
0: let's do irrationality by people.
1: Why did you look at me when you said that?
0: Because um, you're the most <laughs> man I know. <laughs> being that I know. We should
1: upload your best man speech to the Facebook.
0: Well, when we, we've we got to upload the uh, video of you being taken to the wedding. So I'll, yeah, yeah. I'll clip it in what there. What a
1: joyous time that was for everyone. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've just noticed you've got your little uh, Lego figurine that we got you I up have, on your yeah? thing. That's <laughs> taking a proud... Uh, Unlike proud our other voice. friend who decided to leave it at the venue. Did he really? Yeah, I've got it at my house now because we picked <laughs> it up. <laughs> His was the best one.
0: <laughs> yeah, I liked his one. Um, 1983, Sam. Cool. Well, sad time in the world. Neither yeah. of us existed. No, we didn't. Uh, although, we're in the right decade. Yeah, getting closer to the world being better. Yeah. Well, better for a couple of months, and then it got a lot worse. Because... Yeah, because our
1: other friend was born, yeah. And... <laughs> <laughs> so, in
0: 1983, seatbelts in the UK became law.
1: Okay seems like a good good yeah, step so forward so far.
0: Prior to that, there'd been um, basically many they, deaths. <laughs> there'd been a lot of safety videos explaining why you should wear a seatbelt, but it wasn't mandatory. Right? It's sort of like, look, if you have a crash and you've got a seatbelt on, you've got a chance of surviving. If you have a crash and you haven't got one on, you haven't got a chance of surviving. And people were making their choice of, well... I don't <laughs> Life's rubbish anyway, because <laughs> yeah. Miles and Sam don't exist. Yeah, so exactly, yeah. I will choose death. So how many... Out of 10, prior to 1983, when the law actually changed, how many people wore a seatbelt? Six. Out of 10? Six. You were doing six out of 10. And I think
1: that's being generous. I think it's more like four.
0: It was four out of 10. (laughs) Four out of 10 of it when surveyed. I'll take that as a win. After the law changed and they said, you know, you will give out fines, it went up to nine out of 10. Okay. Yeah. So it just shows like you've got the option. And there was, they interviewed people on the first day. Yeah. And there was one guy who pulls up in his car. They say, excuse me, sir. So you're wearing your seatbelt today. Obviously, it's the first day of the law. He's a gold star. Yes. And he said, yes. He said, well, I wouldn't normally wear it because I like to be free and easy when I'm driving. Jesus. <laughs> I'm thinking in 1983, there's some of the answers people give you and you think, what What do you mean free and easy? What? So you can just leap out at any time. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just don't never know when I might want to go for a job. <laughs> so, I what? have to say,
1: now we're to, I'm talking current now. If and. You may well tell me that, well, you'll probably cut this out of the podcast, but I'll leave you a blank space just in case you need to. All right, Hang on, everyone. We'll get <laughs> ready to cut this. Yeah. If you drive in 2022 and you don't wear your seatbelt, you're a moron. Family friendly.
0: OK, good. Yeah.
1: You're just an absolute <laughs> moron. It yeah. doesn't encumber you much. I mean, there's there's the odd exceptions. It might be really bad and uncomfortable if you're pregnant. But if you are. Completely fit and healthy, not pregnant or a fit or, you know, held back in any way, and you don't wear your seatbelt, get
0: off the road. I'm trying to think of exceptions. End of. The only end. exception I can think of, and it's not on the road, which would be like a farmer driving around his fields when yeah. he's got to keep getting in and out. I mean, out, yeah, in then... fairness,
1: when we were driving the old tipper trucks, like around the site at my old job, yeah. where we'd be driving at not 10, 15 miles an hour, yeah. you're on your private land, you would be in and out opening gates and stuff and you wouldn't put your seatbelt on. And you're so, not doing that on the
0: road? Because this bloke, when he was interviewed, he well, wanted to, he he to be free Driving past a gate and just yeah. decided he wants to open
1: it. Yeah. But no, if you're driving on the main... <laughs>
0: just,
1: on, the, just, on I a road, go down you, here. I just, no, just, just stop my car in the middle of the road and open this gate. But no, if you're driving on the road, like not somewhere like on private land or whatever. if you're driving mm-hmm. on the road and you don't wear your seatbelt, sort your life out.
0: So what the... What, came, what harm does it do you? I mean, None. Uh, what came out of all of this? was the, the, the they did a study, because they wanted to understand it. it. was the first time something like this was changing. Yeah. And they said that it was the first time they really could say, there's a lot of uh, studies that happen beforehand, but this is one where they really could say, if people think they're going to get fined, they act. If people yeah. think they might die, they don't. Yeah, it's just backwards. But it's, it shows the human mentality is just programmed that way. For whatever reason... If you tell someone you're going to be doing it wrong and we're going to give you like a hundred quid fine, people are like, yeah. oh. Whereas if you say, look, don't do that, people will go, yeah, but I want to.
1: I've got an example of this that was going to be a whinge at the end of the podcast, which okay. I can do now if you want.
0: Uh, yeah, you can because I've got a few. It's, it's un- very small. It won't take me a people, second. But...
1: Uh, so. Now, we try and stay away from this topic as much as we can on the podcast. Oh, i
0: politics again, No, not doing politics. Oh, okay, good.
1: But it's a, the other subject that we try and stay away from because it does create very divisive content. But I'm just going to say this one thing because it's correct. Okay. Cyclists, right? <laughs> if you told the cyclist you're going to get fined for going through a red light, yeah. they'd stop at yeah. red lights because they're using the road. Now, you tell cyclists we're not fining you currently, unless maybe you're in London on a camera or whatever. But if you yeah. go through a red light, you may die. They just go through red lights. Now, and I encountered this on the way here today. The one went through a red light. Yeah. And it winds me up like there's no tomorrow. Would you say it winds What you right run? do you have to just go through a red light because you're on a bike? You want to be safe, and you want all this safety. You want, you know, cars to move to a different county when they're overtaking yeah. you. Fine, we'll do that. Why don't you stop at red lights?
0: I think this thing, if you're going to be on the road, then you have to follow yeah. the rules of the road. Like, you can either be this, on a this path bloke,
1: and... He did it he didn't stop at one red light, then I caught him up in traffic. Yeah. The next one gets to the red light, quickly hops onto the path. Okay, oh, now he's just, a pedestrian. And then yeah. And then rides <laughs> across and then pops back on the road again. Yeah. He's got you there.
0: They no you can't do it.
1: You can't have it both ways. You can't oh, have Oh he did. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't have he has all maximized. of this stuff where you're like we want to be safe with road, road users to yeah. look after us and then just go through red lights
0: I think this is the problem is that you have a lot of cyclists on the road and some of them are you know just n- normal uh, I don't want to say normal but they, they get the point when you're like oh, yeah. listen mate don't do this or that and they're like oh yeah no that's fair enough and then other times you say and they were like militant like no I want to have this right and you're like yeah but that's putting either everyone is inconvenienced or you're yeah. in more danger so everyone has to then do something it's like yeah that's what i want you're like well, that's not probably the way to go about it but
1: you know if, if a car was coming if he'd ridden across the road and a car was coming straight through the green light and just hit him and killed him he'd rather that would he than just being inconvenience for 30 seconds and waiting a red light like the rest of us have to
0: yeah i, d- I don't get why it's not like they go... have to
1: pay road tax if they don't own a car to be on the road it, to be so, fair
0: in certain cities they actually have on the traffic lights a cycle yeah
1: no they so do the, they do in this town at certain points okay but so he was in the cycle lane
0: yeah yeah but the
1: lights were red and yeah so it stop wasn't like he was given
0: a green or anything <laughs> anyway say, but...
1: i'm going to stop talking about it now because i'll just rant for hours on it but i just wanted to put that <laughs> point it kind of tied in with what you were saying where if you told someone they're going to be fined they won't do something if you say well you could die
0: Oh well, it's fine. I'll do it anyway. We should start a podcast called "The Miles Cycled," and I can just sit there in silence. And I'll start the podcast with Sam cyclist <laughs> Do you know? Do you know? Four hundred episodes in, and it might finished. be a bit of a niche reference, but if you watch Family Guy, do you
1: remember when Peter did that that section where he did? Well, you know what really grinds my gears? Oh yeah, <laughs> that'd go, be yeah. me. <laughs> anyway, moving on from cyclists, just please stop at red lights. Like it's not
0: difficult. No, I mean, well, you're only saying it to... Yeah, please wear the, your seatbelt and I please stop at red lights. The big thing from if you're a driver is you'd never want to hit anyone on the road. Well, exactly just, yeah, was...
1: I don't want to drive in someone because no. they haven't
0: stopped. Yeah, and, and it would just be a horrible thing to experience yeah. for, for both of you. You know, obviously, you don't want to hit anyone, and obviously being hit is worse. Yeah. But it's a psychological thing. Once you've yeah. hit someone, that really dents your confidence. Yeah, exactly. You know? Um, And, yeah, none of us want to do that. Well, I should hope hope we don't. But, uh. Used car market, Sam. Uh-huh. I've mentioned it a few times on the podcast because it was sort of been going up, going up. There's now some talk that it's plateauing and maybe drifting back down because. Well, a, it needs to. Well, yeah, I mean <laughs> the, the money people are charging. for yeah, absolute rust buckets is unbelievable. The, the odd thing is, is that when people, when prices are going up, everyone's sort of like, "Oh, well, everything's a ripoff," and then prices come down. And people get upset because their car's losing money. Yeah, so you kind of it both ways. Like, and it is
1: all relative regardless. If, it's, it if they're all going up, then your car's worth more. Like my car, I imagine now, is probably worth at least six grand.
0: Oh, well, easily. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But I you mean, should... y- your car, that which we... I don't know if we have disclosed it on here, but if we haven't, your car, which you paid around three grand for... It's tripling value, mate. I mean, I imagine yeah. that was, in previous times, would have been on the scrap heap. <laughs> <laughs> and now you've just paid three grand for it. It's just yeah.
0: insane. Uh the, the, I think the problem we're going to have going forwards is used car buyers may find themselves being further and further priced out the market. So mm. at the minute we have, a, say, if you look at say, a 10-year-old car, it's going to be about a 2012-ish yeah. car. And the technology that was around at that time means that it was you know X amount new, used, it's probably affordable for most people. Yeah. I, I, I'm just putting most as a very general thing but if you're out there and you say hey I want a used car and I'd really like a sporty car, a family car, a 4 by 4 yeah, something 5 to 10 years old maybe you've got to finance it whatever else but you're sort of like oh, I can afford to do that mm-hmm. 10 years on from now we've got a lot of car manufacturers that are increasing prices a lot because they're doing electric and hybrid Yeah, and they're predominantly selling them to sort of businesses, company cars, which they always have done. But the big push for electric has actually driven a lot of those company car buyers. If you look at the way the tax setup is, yeah, it pretty much doesn't make sense to drive anything but an electric car or a you know, a really good hybrid. Because no. of the 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 CO two setup for company car and how much you have to pay. Mm-hmm. And I think I had a quick look before the podcast what it's like in Europe what it's like in the US, what it's like in Australia. And it seems to be fairly similar. There are exceptions, but I'm not going to go through each and every exception, just just as a general (laughs) point. The problem is and I'm going to bring up the Volvo XC90. Okay. Brand new right now. You could probably get one for about £65,000. A snip? Yeah. I think they start at about £55,000. Even cheaper. Um. (laughs) And they've got some deals on to get rid of them because they're sort of coming to the end of their. But in their lifespan, because they've been out for quite a while, uh, we will do a buyer's guide on them once they are fully out the door. But for yeah. now, we're sort of holding off because there might still be some later stuff to come in that we want to get in the buyer's guide. So we're just waiting on that for now. But their used price is then about 30, 35 at five years old. And then by 10 years old, they're sort of in the 10 yep. grandish mark. Still not in your budget. No, <laughs> certainly not. Well, not unless it have got about 250,000 miles on and yeah. been driven through a hedge. Then, yeah. then they're in my budget. <laughs> the problem we're having is the new EX90. Yep. £98,000 starting. Well, so the you, cheapest chips. Yeah. The, so if you're a company car buyer, because of the way all the calculations are working out, because it's done off CO2 and tax and all that, you you're actually not going to see much difference even though that um, price has jumped. As long as you're not currently in an electric car, if you've got the current XC90 with a diesel or a petrol engine or whatever. Yeah. And then you just jump into the electric because the price will jump a lot, but the percentage you pay of that price will drop. So you'll be evened out. So you'll think, oh, great. But if you start at £100,000 for a car, unless it is going to nosedive in value... Yeah. Bearing in mind, average earnings, they're not increasing by that much. I don't know who's buying it three years old. And I don't know who's buying it five years old. Because if at 10 years old, that car is still 20... who Like, who's out there going, I want to spend £25,000 on a 10-year-old car that's electric, that's out of warranty for its battery pack? Yeah. It's, it's, it's not happening, is it? <laughs> you know, so what do they do? Bin it? Perfectly good car. They just don't want to well, take yeah. a risk on. that's probably where we end up heading, isn't it? People oh. just binning cars. And the problem is, I I would hate to have to replace an engine. Yeah. On a ten year like, but it, you know, when you, when you buy a ten year old car or a twelve year old car, there's a, there is a bit of a thought me back in mind. Oh, I hope it doesn't. You know I, know, I know something might break, and I know I might fail a test and things like mm-hmm. that. I, you know, MOT or whatever. Hopefully, it won't cost me loads. If someone said to you, "Look, it's going to cost eight thousand pounds," if that is if that has failed, it's eight grand. Yeah, then you're a bit like, mm. <laughs> like. So you need a slush fund of eight grand or a company that will warranty it. And if they are only going to be on the hook for eight thousand pounds,
1: they're going to want quite a bit for the warranty.
0: Yeah, and they're always looking for ways. I, I heard a story the other day of an insurance company getting out of a, a payout, and it was because uh, someone who was diabetic hadn't taken their wow yeah. yeah they hadn't taken their job that morning i don't think wow sort of you know we're not talking about a kid or something like a you know person who's of a. well i'd hope not driving the car <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but you know, someone who who knows oh i need yeah. to go and take it they're rushing about they've got a business meeting and they're in the car and they're like i need to get back home get this done at that moment they've had a uh, hypo okay yeah car's gone off the road fortunately it's not hit anyone or any oh it's yeah. hit things but not yeah. of any you know but the cars are a write-off. Right. And the insurance company has said, well, we know, you know, you told us you're diabetic. You also said the reason you had the crash was because of this. So we're not going to pay out. And you're like, look. I mean, it's a
1: slam dunk for the insurance company. Yeah. You they knew they like, were getting outfits.
0: <laughs> yeah. They're like, well, we insure people and we take on risk, but we don't take on too much risk. Yeah. You need to play by all these rules. And it's like, I understand people could take it the other way and go, well, insurance shouldn't be on the hook for every bad decision you make. However, I think when it's medical, insurance companies make enough money wriggling out of things. Oh, yeah. And at the end of the day, either don't have insurance, as in don't make it mandatory, or if it's mandatory, then tell the companies, okay, it's mandatory because you need to be paying out. Yeah. Unless someone is really, you know, I don't know, they were in hospital that morning and they got told by a doctor, do Not drive for 72 hours and then when you yeah. drove the car into a lamppost, <laughs> yeah, at that, at that point, point, it's probably fair, yeah. At that point, I think you, but you know, people have busy lives, yeah. It's easy to forget something, okay. Oh, you, you know, when you've had like a cold or something, and the well, not cold, you've had flu or whatever, and you go to the docs and they say, Oh, we, yeah, you've got tonsillitis, mm-hmm. uh, you need to take some penicillin. How many people go, Yes, I, yes, I need to take it morning and night, morning and night, oh, I forgot to take the morning one, yeah, it, it's just that's a human one. Well, it? contraception. Like my partner was on the pill. The
1: amount of time she'd be like, "Oh, I forgot to take it this morning." Like, well, that's just you know, it's a pretty serious thing to forget if you don't want to be pregnant. Yeah, if you don't yes. want to be. Yeah, <laughs> if you do want to be, though. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Usually, a discussion you'd have between you. But, but, but you she, know what she, I mean? Like she's having something that with herself, reasonably yeah. serious
0: that yeah, you yeah. You, she you forget to take life. on at least twice a month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you're living your life. You have to think of it as. You know, you've got business meetings. You've got stuff. Other things are going on. Yeah. It's so easy to just leave the house in the morning. And and I can imagine if you're um, in a position like a diabetic where you have to take medication. And you're, yeah, you, you know you've got to take it. You also know you've got, you know, your kids need to take it to school. You've got two business meetings. You've got this really important uh, piece that needs doing for work. So you rush out the door with a bit of toast. And then half an hour later, you're like, oh, I've forgotten to do that. Oh. Right, I'll go back home in an hour, off, but I need to get this yeah exactly, done first. Yeah. Have an accident and the insurance company's like, Well, you might have a car that's, you know, got a value of say twenty thousand pounds. It not may be financed, <laughs> but you can be left on the hook for it all. Yeah. Mm, it's just not cool, is it? I, I know I'm I'm making a very general connection between warranty companies and insurance and I probably shouldn't, but I'm just saying that when there's large amounts of money involved, you can't always rely on No a firm behind it and in that case if you're looking at a 12 year old car with a battery pack you know why are you buying a 12 year old car probably because you don't either you don't want to buy a new car Um you know the reason I'd buy a 12 year old car is because I have got the money to buy a brand new car Standard. but that means I <laughs> but that means I also haven't got the money to change an entire battery pack well exactly maybe we'll get better repairs
1: well you'd like to hope so or maybe the batteries will get better in the first place so they don't necessarily degrade that much
0: yeah well it's just always the risk isn't it like if an engine goes bang then yeah it can also be well we
1: don't know what's going to happen with the new age electric cars because they're not old enough no this is a big so. thing
0: isn't it i mean the o- the only cars really that exist today that are 10 years old 12 years old that are like in constant use are the sort of original tesla model S. yeah and that they're getting to a point where you know the batteries are okay but they were premium cars to begin with i'm not so worried about I've br- I've brought up Volvo because I just wanted to bring up that huge jump in price, yeah. but I'm more worried about a Vauxhall Astra. Yeah, you know when it's 12 years old, are we just throwing it away? Well, it was, quite possibly. Is that a better? No. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I don't know, but uh, I think wh- whatever the case, that may have some effect on used car values going forward. Yeah, and I I don't know how to estimate it because you know how people will say well my used car is a a diesel do you think it will just lose all its money you're like well there might be a large group of people that say oh i want yeah um, exactly you know the like, market um, will be there it's like preppers they really like old defenders yeah, and yeah. old <laughs> toyotas but they've got to be before a certain year because before that year they don't have some certain electrical bits in them. Yeah,
1: you can fix it all with a spanner. Yes, exactly
0: Correct. that. And so those old cars, those people who own them go, oh well, no one's going to want this. It's all rusted out and blah blah. And then you have someone come along like, well, I'll buy it. How much do you want? Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, well, I was thinking the scrap values like two hundred quid. <laughs> so what will you give me? And there's are like, oh, I'll give you five grand. You know, it's just like oh. So I I just wonder whether we could go that way. That might be the other the other side of this coin that a lot yeah. of people who don't want to embrace the new stuff start to. You know, try and buy up the good uh, used stuff, and if stuff is kept in, in good condition, then possibly yeah. we could see used prices for uh, stuff that's say 10 years old now, like plateau and just hold for a long time. But anyway, I wanted to do something on used car values. You have, I've done it. You have, uh, is there anything else, Sam, you want to add into this podcast? I don't know. <laughs> Don't be silly. <laughs> have, you done, have you done all of your North American content for I us? I have, to for now. Excellent. I shall save some for just dropping in at random points. Um, so we're back. We're still doing Tuesdays. At the minute, I think we're going to stick with Tuesdays, although Sam will probably have some specials with quizzes and stuff. Yeah, we might do the odd special, but we're thinking because we're going to start
1: to do some more interesting stuff on the YouTube channel. Yeah. we. Yeah. We're, we've got. there's got to be a, a, a trade-off with yeah. time, hasn't there? The, so. the big
0: thing is we, we need to... Sam and I have talked about this, and the main thing we've got to do is make sure that the content that we're providing to you all, as in, you know, the conversations we're having, the, the stuff that we're finding out is interesting. Yeah. And it takes time. I know it, it can sometimes... you. Sam makes it sound like he just shows up and starts waffling. But actually, we do have to have time spent yeah, to, yeah. to think about all yeah. this and, and what we want to do. Don't ruin what, the illusion. No, <laughs> but uh, the same for, for YouTube as well. And as we start to do more videos of us on there, yeah. we need to plan that out and spend more time over there. But that.
1: hopefully it'll be, it'll be worthwhile and you'll enjoy the yeah, yeah, the video. Definitely. And, but
0: I mean, the podcast isn't going anywhere. That's the most important thing everyone needs to do.
1: Oh yeah, we're not, we're not trying to phase out or anything. No, we will like definitely that. be keeping the one. We may look to go back to two in the future. We'd, we need to sort of see how the next few weeks and months yeah. plan out with
0: starting up this sort of the more I think interesting the... YouTube stuff. The big thing for me is when we did two a week, mm. I used to see that a lot of people downloaded Tuesday. Yeah. And then people would download Saturday if they could. Okay. And so, actually, once we've started just providing the one a week Tuesday, we don't seem to have lost people. You know, people still want to hear us on the yeah. Tuesday. And I'd not... say the
1: things that I listen to are usually one a week. And I don't think I'd find the time to necessarily listen to two versions of some of the podcasts
0: I listen no, to a week. Think so. it's generally commuters, yeah, people who commute a lot. Yeah, which, they, yeah they, that makes more sense. A lot of the feedback we've had, you know, messages from people, have been uh, they're listening into in the car on the way somewhere, yeah, and they enjoy it for that reason. Um, a Few people like to listen at work, or you know, they'll put the radio on at home while they're cooking or whatever else. Mm-hmm. But th- the main reason that you'd want more a week is for that. And like, who knows where the miles driven goes long term if we have more time. Then we're happy to put more. Effort. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's just a, a balancing act, and at the minute, um, yeah, we're just trying to put a balance in. So don't worry, the podcast isn't going anywhere for a start. It all, you know, we're still going to keep doing Tuesdays. You will still get some Saturdays because Sam will, of course, have his uh, loves a quiz. Yeah, loves a quiz, and there's always extra quizzes that if you've done one, you might want to do, do a second, one. and we can put a bonus in for that yeah. week. We are going to be edging up towards a hundred episodes.
1: Ooh. We I have to think, think this of a is a special celebration.
0: Yeah, we're sort of around 80 at the minute, so we've still got a bit of time. But uh, if we a couple of specials, we'll soon get there before, yeah. you know, sort of spring next Won't year. Won't be far off. So anyway, maybe Miles can do a decent quiz for once on that episode. Got that I've got 20 episodes to try. Yeah, and like, okay. it'll still be rubbish. <laughs> Every single episode <laughs> from now on until the 100 is me trying to do a good yeah. quiz. That we'll lose the entire audience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, not this again. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, why is he asking about road signs? He's already done it for Ooh, a road start. signs? I reckon
1: I could make a good quiz about road signs. Do you signs. know what? I, actually,
0: that might be you a couldn't. good one. No, I couldn't. I, I'd say, what are the brown and white signs? And point to a campsite and then sort of say, oh. Yeah, good. whereas
1: I'd make it funny. Just a natural talent, mate. You just don't have it. We, know, we were born with things. Right. Is
0: this the only thing you were born with then? <laughs> uh, road signs, actually. I'll do a road sign one. But we'll have to remember it because Sam often says things on a podcast, completely forgets about them. Yeah,
1: well, you're the manager. Write it down.
0: I thought you said you were the... uh... I
1: have many, many responsibilities. I am not stationary. I'm not stationary editor. (laughs) That's (laughs) your job, mate.
0: (laughs) Are we done? Uh, I am. Okay, great. Well, thank you for listening, everyone. Um, Have a good week and we shall catch you next Tuesday.
1: Yeah. Gracias.